35 minutes. It's the average time per day that a Facebook user spends on Facebook. Now, that might not seem like real long, 35 minutes in a 24-hour day, but, but you add that up over a whole lifetime, you know what that comes up to be? One year and seven months looking at other people's vacation photos and watching cat videos. I know there's more to do on there than that, but it can easily become a distraction, can't it? It's a reason why there are many workplaces that put limits on technology to increase productivity so that their employees aren't just watching cat videos all day long. Right? Because they know that focus on work is important to get a job done, to remove those distractions by all means possible. You know, in sports, there's a whole field of sports psychology that helps athletes to focus in the game to be able to put aside distractions so they, they can be the best athlete they can be, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. Removing distractions is important. Keeping focus is important to, get a, to finish the job and to do it well. But you know, there's other areas of life, and one in particular that's more important to, to keep focus on and, and not be distracted, and even more than work in sports, and that's our walk towards heaven. We all know people in our life who have been distracted, who have become entangled in sin and have stopped repenting. We all know people who have stood right here and been confirmed in their faith and said that they would be faithful to Jesus, even death couldn't stop it. But yet, they fell away and took their eyes off of Jesus. We know people who have sat in these pews right here with us, who have been, get, who have been caught up in the worries and the cares and the pleasures of this life. They become distracted from really what's most important, that finish line of heaven. We all know people who have fell away, all people who have, people who have been, become entangled into sin. We know people who have taken their focus off of Jesus. But what about you? You who are here today. You want your focus to be on Jesus. As there's no doubt that's why you're here. It's why you gather here around his word. You want to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus until that finish line of heaven. But what is it in your life that's distracting you? What is it that is trying to pull your eyes away from Jesus? Maybe it is the cares and the worries and the pleasures of this life that are so tempting. Uh, maybe, maybe it's that person in your life who's telling you that, oh, that, that, that Jesus stuff isn't important. Don't worry about that. You, you can get to that later in life. Just enjoy life right now. Forget about that stuff. Maybe it's, it's, it's coming to realize, you know, especially as we go through this sermon series, Discipleship, that loving God, that being a disciple of Jesus means that you've got to love him more than anyone and anything else. Yes, even more than your family, even more than your job, even more than the pleasures of this world and all the things that it offers to you. What is it 
that is tempting you to take your eyes and your focus off of Jesus and become distracted and take your focus off that finish line of heaven. It was a problem for the people that the writer of the Hebrews is writing to here in this letter. You know, they had come to faith and they were on fire for Jesus. They knew his forgiveness. They'd experienced the grace of God. They knew that eternal life that was waiting for them, that finish line of heaven. But then the difficulties came. The distractions came. And for them, it was persecution. And it was the seizing of their earthly belongings. And it was the public ridicule. It was many temptations to take their eyes off of Christ and begin to worry about the things of this life and become consumed by them and to not finish the race, to lose the prize. What a danger that was for these Hebrew Christians and what a danger it is for us. And that's why it's so good for us to have a section like this before us. Just three verses from Hebrews chapter 12. And it is this picture of a race. And finishing that race. And where we need to keep our eyes focused to make it to that goal. As we grow weary in this life. As we face opposition. As we feel like we're going to lose heart. As, as we become consumed by the things of this life that want to distract us. These words to us encourage us. As we continue on that race towards that finish line of heaven. It starts out this way. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Now the therefore, obviously, tells us that there's something important that came just before this. And obviously before Hebrews 12 comes Hebrews 11. And maybe you know that's a very famous chapter of the Bible. It's called the Heroes of Faith chapter. Hebrews chapter 11. And all throughout that chapter, we get to see these heroes of faith from the Old Testament and how God worked through them to remain faithful to him and to what God had called them to do. And he says, you've got these great cloud of witnesses in the scriptures that you can look to and, and they're there to, to cheer you on from the stands, to encourage you and say, keep on going. And if you look through that Hebrews 11, you find men like Moses listed there. Right, Moses, who, who was wandering in circles for decades in the desert, leading two million people who were complaining all the way, but yet remained faithful. And God took him to the promised land. Not the promised land of Canaan, but the greater promised land of heaven. You've got Noah. They're encouraging you in the stands as one of those witnesses Noah, who, who built a boat on dry land and for decades was ridiculed by the wicked world around him, but then God saved him, not just from a flood, but for eternity. In Hebrews 11, you've got in this cloud of witnesses that's cheering you on, these Old Testament prophets who were ridiculed, who were underappreciated, who weren't listened to, but yet so many of them remain faithful to the word of God. Men like Jeremiah that we heard earlier in our first lesson. And there they are cheering you on. Keep on going. It's worth it. Hold on. Keep focused on the finish line. And you know, maybe you would, would even add to that Heroes of Faith chapter personally. 
Maybe there's others that you know would be cheering you on. Maybe parents or grandparents who through this earthly life remained faithful, who always kept their eyes on that finish line and now are with Christ. Maybe you think of a friend of yours that that was riddled with with suffering and sickness in this life and there were so many temptations to, to take their focus off of Jesus, but yet they continue to hold on, to look to him and to reach that finish line. Maybe you think of of a a fellow believer who who fell into sin and and actually fell away from faith, but then by God's grace were brought back to repentance and back into the the family of God. A witness for you. An encouragement to keep on going, to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and on that finish line. This great cloud of witnesses that we have to cheer us on in this race. And then as we have that crowd cheering us on, he says... Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Try to imagine if you're watching the Olympics and you've got someone getting ready for their race to start and you you know what they usually do. They walk around and they're flexing their muscles and punching them and all those things and you know those things they do to loosen up and get ready for a race and get focused. Imagine if one of those runners put some big combat boots on their feet and then tied the laces together and then put a weighted vest on and then, and then took a backpack full of books and put it on their back. You'd say, what are you doing? You are never going to win this race. You probably won't even finish this race. But how often don't we do the same thing? We hinder ourselves on this race. We get entangled with sin. That slows us down and even puts us in jeopardy of even finishing and getting to that finish line of heaven. If you're someone who tries to justify your sins, who tries to say, well, it's really not that bad because it's not hurting anybody, I'm sorry, but you become entangled with sin. If you're someone who likes to compare yourselves to others and say, well, at least I'm not like him, you become entangled in sin. If you think it's okay to lie to your spouse and keep those things from them, or if it's okay for you as a child not to tell your parent what you're really doing on that social media, you become entangled in sin. And you're in danger of not finishing the race. You're caught up. Your boots are tied. And so we're encouraged. Throw off everything that hinders. Get rid of any sin that would entangle you and not allow you to finish the race and reach the goal. Confess the sin. Confess it to God. Confess it to each other. Repent. Run with perseverance the race marked out for you, shedding all of these things that would prevent us from reaching that goal. As we do, as we get rid of those sins in our life and say, I am not going to fall into those again. And when I do, I'm going to go and I'm going to repent of them. And I'm going to receive Jesus' full and free forgiveness. I'm not going to let these sins entangle me in my life and let them hinder me on that 
road to heaven. We are encouraged, the writer to the Hebrews says, as we do this, as we run with perseverance the race marked out for us, we fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. You've seen it in races before, where the runner is ahead and decides that they're going to see where their competition is. And they take just one little glance back. And what often happens? They lose the race because they're not focused. In order to win a race, you've got to keep focused on the finish line. You watch, you watch a race, where are their eyes? They're not in the stands, they're not on their opponents, they're fixed on that finish line. And that's what we're encouraged to do here too. Fix your eyes on not only the finish line, but on the one who stands there waiting for you. Jesus. Remove all the distractions. Get rid of anything that would take your eyes off of him anything that would entangle you and possibly make you lose the race. Fix your eyes on Jesus, who's there at the finish line waiting for you. And why Jesus? Why is he much more important to focus your eyes on than anyone or anything else in this world? This is what the writer of the Hebrews says. This Jesus is the pioneer and perfecter of your faith. He is the pioneer, the beginner of your faith. He is the one who sends his Holy Spirit through word and sacrament to bring you to faith. And he is the one who will perfect your faith, which means that he will bring it to finish. He will complete it. And that happens at that finish line of heaven when you have reached that goal, that salvation of your soul. Why? Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He goes on to say, because for the joy set before him, for the joy of making you his very own. That was his joy. What did he do? He endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Why should you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as you run the race of this life? Because he's so perfectly focused on you. His eyes are not leaving you. You see, you see, running this race is not so much about your faithfulness and what a good runner you are. It's about how faithful your Savior Jesus is to you. Because the one that waits there at the finish line, the one who is there putting, waiting to put that crown of life, that victor's crown on your head, is the one who won that crown for you. The one who is so focused on coming and defeating every temptation of Satan perfectly for you. That one who was so focused on going to that cross and to be nailed to it and to be forsaken by his Father and to suffer the bitter agony of hell and to die for you. That one who was so focused, not just, just to die, but then to rise and to give you the promise of a life after this one. This one who is so focused to again reach the right hand of the throne of God where he rules and controls all things for you and for your good. To keep you focused on him. Friends, it's hard to do, isn't it? To keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. We're weighed down by the troubles and the worries and the cares and the pleasures of this life. 
But listen to these words through the writer of the Hebrews this morning. The words of God, the Holy Spirit himself. Throw off these things that entangle. Remove the distractions. Stay focused on Jesus, on that finish line of heaven, what this life is really all about. It's about getting to heaven. And Jesus wants to continue to encourage you and continue to forgive you and to continue to strengthen you for every single step of that journey, for every single leg of that race. And he does that. It says, Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, Jesus, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And where do you consider him? How do you consider him and and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus? Right here. In the means of grace. Right here as you come to the table and receive the sacrament regularly where Jesus gives you his very body and blood for the forgiveness of your sins and the strengthening of your faith and peace and joy and life. It comes as you hear God's word, as you read it at home. Right? You keep your eyes fixed your, your children's eyes fixed on Jesus as you do devotions with them and you pray with them. You keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as you read your Bible at home. You keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as you come here and we gather together around this word of God and see Jesus and all that he has done for us and all that he still promises to us and what is waiting for us. We get to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus as we gather together in Bible study together where we get to be a cloud of witnesses for each other, where we get to encourage one another in faith and be encouraged by Jesus in our faith. In just a few minutes, you're going to get to hear from from some of your fellow Christians, your fellow members here at Heritage, the opportunities that you have to grow in your faith, to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. All of the ways here at Heritage that we are here to be a cloud of witnesses for each other, to encourage each other on that, on that race towards heaven. Friends, let's keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, that one who has, is waiting at that finish line for us, the one who has his eyes on us perfectly and faithfully, the one who is there with that crown that he won for you to place it on your head in his grace. Dear friends, let's fix our eyes on Jesus, remove the distractions and anything else that would entangle us, and run the race marked out for us, the way that's already laid out in front of us, that Jesus knows every step of the way, so that we can enjoy, enjoy those joys of heaven together forever. May God grant us the desire and the ability to do that. Amen.